Uh, what position? Uh, I was a pitcher. A pitcher. Uh, six years bouncing around down there in the minors. I, I'll never forget, I had this conversation back home with a young man, a friend of the family. He was in the Tampa organization for two or three years. And I, I think it was some funeral or something. We were in a room together. With, it was me and him and, and a lawyer, a judge, a banker, a doctor. I mean, people who had some success in their lives, all men. And I looked at this guy who was he's 20-something, and he's in the minors like you were there. And, and I said to him, you know why we all do what we do, looking at the lawyer and the judge and the bankers? And we all do this because nobody will pay us to play baseball. And he was <laughs> like you. He was pursuing that dream at that point in his life. Uh, you talked about what you learned from that. Talk a little more about that. Yeah, you know, it was an incredible experience for my wife and I. We, we had met in high school and went to Georgia Tech together when I got a scholarship. And, and then we got married right at the draft. And so we, we, we lived the life together. Uh, incredible experience for us, traveled the, the, the country. And to your point, there was some days I'd wake up in a hotel room and just pinch myself that I was getting a paycheck to throw a baseball. I learned two, two important things that I didn't realize until later in life I was learning. And one was the value of working hard. Uh, it's ultimately, I believe, what separates people later in life is, is your work ethic. Success, a lot of times, is a direct function of work ethic. And that's something I learned in the minor leagues. The second was, like I heard on the video clip, uh, is chasing a dream. And chasing a dream is about finding value in incremental success and chipping away at it and chipping away at it. And so I took that from the baseball field into the business world where Brooke and I built and sold a business. And then now in politics, it's, you know, it's speeches every day, multiple times a day for, you know, now we're, we're 12 plus months on the campaign trail running for lieutenant governor. You just got to chip away at it every day and know what the end game, what the end goal is. Uh, and and just find value in that every day. Yeah, it must work the same way after a fashion legislatively. The one thing I notice about most every piece of legislation, the people who support it, the people who oppose it, they almost never get everything they want. It's about getting what you can get and and moving forward. Yeah, you know, I I think that's an important part of of the process, right? That's why there's more than one person in the room, because there's more than one perspective. You know, and, and that's really what I learned along the way in the General Assembly. You know, I walked into that room in 2013 when I first got elected and didn't know a single person. Uh, and so I realized policy was going to be my was going to be my main thrust, and not the politics part of it. And and you know, it's it's I think very important in the legislative process to gather other people's opinions and other people's areas of expertise. Nobody knows everything in that room. And, Unfortunately, too many people think they do. Jeff Duncan with us, Republican candidate for lieutenant governor, making your way around the state, as you said, for for the better part of a year now running for this office. Uh, What are you hearing? Never mind what you're saying. What are people saying to you? Yeah, so we started this process 12 months ago, ground zero. Virtually nobody in the state of Georgia knew who Jeff Duncan was. Fast forward 12 months, all the polling data we're getting now is showing me starting to pull ahead in the lead above David Schaefer. Um, and here's why. Here, here's the feedback we get. One is I'm not a career politician, and that is being recognized in every community from rural Georgia to metro Georgia and everywhere in between. Folks appreciate that I'm not a career politician. Uh, my opponent has been in office for decades and decades and decades. Um, and, and secondly, folks are very uh, appreciative of my tough votes in the General Assembly. I voted no on over $1 billion with the tax increases in my five short years in the General Assembly. And everybody else who's running in this race on our side of the ticket voted in favor of those. And so folks are, are recognizing that and supportive of those efforts. Those seem to be the, the two 
main reasons why we continue to pull ahead. All right, again, uh, Jeff Duncan, the other candidate side. We, we spoke with Rick Jeffries, uh, Senator from Henry County, earlier in the week. He mentioned Senator David Schaefer will reach out to him as well. As we sit here, now, just a little more than a month out, just a little more than uh, a month away from Election Day, actually about 10 days away from the start of early voting. That'll start at the end of the month. Uh, you folks in the legislature, or the legislature that you left, the session that ended uh, back in March, uh, did give us tax reform for the first time in a generation, and actually maybe for the first time ever, reducing Georgia's income tax rate. Uh, what should happen next? Are there some people who are talking about eliminating the state income tax altogether. So uh, I think that the the steps that the General Assembly took this year by lowering, uh, I believe it's, it's a quarter percent and then goes to half a percent, was a good first step. But I think we have to recognize that as a good first step. Um, and I'd like to continue the momentum, and, and I've called for you know, the, the continual steps towards eliminating the income tax. And in the first two years, I'm, I'm lieutenant governor. I want to lead the charge to take two, two additional points off of the income tax. And here's why. Data shows that if we put dollars back into the taxpayers and small businesses' pockets, they redeploy those dollars into the economy. We're watching that play out at the federal level right now. Um, and I think Georgia's in a position where, you know, we, we've got huge cash reserves. Uh, we continue to see surpluses come in. And in my opinion, and many of the folks that I meet with across rural Georgia, those are the taxpayers' dollars that the state's holding on to. And so I want to be responsible. I want to make sure we continue to carry a AAA bond rating. But I also want to look for opportunities to lower that income tax and allow those dollars to be utilized by businesses and taxpayers. One of the things the legislature's gotten, frankly, a lot of credit for uh, over the years, uh, using the tax code by way of incentivizing certain types of businesses. The one that comes to mind most readily is uh, the movie industry, the film industry in Georgia, which is by every account going gangbusters, by some respects doing as much or, or even more, depending on how to measure it, uh, in terms of business than is Hollywood. And a lot of that side of the, the tax code and the use of the tax code gets the credit. Two-part question here. A, is that an appropriate use of the tax code? A lot of people philosophically don't like the idea of picking winners and losers through the tax code. B, is that something we should pursue in other industries? So so I want to split a hair a little bit inside of that conversation, inside of those questions, and that is I never felt like we should incentivize individual companies um, and pick individual winners and losers. What I did like to see and where I saw the most success was when we looked at opportunities to remove barriers for specific industries. The film tax credit that you look at it doesn't pick a winner or a loser. It simply allows an industry to grow and, and, and let free market principles rise to the top. And so uh, I think Georgia can continue to look for opportunities to remove barriers. And, and I don't think we just bring companies here because, um, because of tax incentives, right? I, I think companies make bigger decisions than just tax incentives. They know that Georgia is a great place to run your business, yes. It's also a great place to raise your family. And we need to continue to make sure that we, 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 we live that out in a way that continues to allow these companies to come here. Yes, I want to be creative in how we bring them here. Um, but I also need to make sure that we have the right tools to take care of the businesses that are currently here, the small businesses and the medium-sized businesses, that 70% of the jobs in Georgia are generated from small businesses. And so as we want to look out for growth, we also want to continue to look for opportunities to grow those that are already here. Lieutenant Governor or candidate for Lieutenant Governor. Uh, that sounded good, Tim. It sounded like good that. way I said that, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Jeff Duncan out there running for Lieutenant Governor. Where are you on the old Internet? TeamDuncan.org. Uh, you can find out all the information that, that you've got, and they've got the ability to, to 
send us a note and ask some more questions. All right, uh, teamduncan.org. Jeff Duncan, thanks for your time this morning. Best of luck on, uh, on May 22nd. Thanks, Tim. Talk to you soon.